one of the things I look at is what do I want to see happen in uh, three months, six months, nine months, and what are the seeds I can plant now? Because uh, New Year's Day is every day. Hey, I'm Ronia Sakata, founder of the Joy Academy and Queen of Joy. That's how my friends call me. It's so important to me that my life is full of joy and that I enjoy every moment because I know how fast it could be over. We can do so many things to bring joy in our lives, to create joy, and that's what this podcast is all about. I talk with people and they tell me how they bring joy to their everyday life and how they create a life full of joy. So let's dive right in and please tell me after the episode what your takeaway is from this talk. Welcome to this episode, Kevin Layler. I'm so happy finally seeing you again. We met two years ago, a little over two years ago in uh, in California at the event of Brandon Bouchard. And you invited me to your circle of friends to spend my last evening in America then. And it was such a cool dinner. And, and afterwards, it was just an, a blessing to spend time with you. And I'm so happy to talk to you for the podcast today. And my first question, as always, is who are you? What do you do? What brings you joy? And how do you create joy in your everyday life, in the normal, maybe just, yeah, not boring, but like the normal, normal life, how do you bring joy in there? And just okay. start and we go from well, there. Sounds good. Thank you. And I appreciate you having me here on the podcast. And let me preference before I start and tell everybody when I met Rania uh, at the Brendan Bouchard two years ago, 2018, let me just say there was a presence to her. I've met a lot of people at a different uh, different events, uh, as big as Tony Robbins events, uh, and just come across a lot of people. But when I met this one, her energy was, there was some, you could tell people were gravitating towards her. You could tell joy was a default for her. So much where I just, as she mentioned, invited her in. It wasn't even a thought of, I wonder if we should invite her in. It was just like, I have to have her come with us because this type of energy felt rare uh, in this days and time though. So uh, you are definitely in for a treat to be in her world and the people she brings on for these interviews. So let me just preface. You're so kind. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. That means a lot to me, really. You're, you're welcome, you're welcome. And to jump right in, who am I? Um, I am simply a giver to people and my signs are Pisces. So if anyone knows anything about astrology, Pisces are the givers of the Zodiac. So, so my oxygen comes from seeing other people win. Partly, you, as you can see, I love sharing what I just shared about Rania. I love inviting her and bringing people together. There's a thing about connecting people together and watching the beauty of people congregate and come up with ideas, aha moments, friendships. Like that is the ripple effect 
that I want to be a part of. So I'm just a giver, facilitator of connecting people and just seeing what happened. I love watching, sitting back and watching people come together and just seeing the magic unfold. Just like right here, me and you, we met and now here we are talking. The things that we can do when we come together, uh, it's just, it amazes me. So that's who I am. I'm a giver and I love bringing people together. And what I do specifically, I'm a life coach. And again, I like seeing other people win. And in my business, I specifically like seeing life coaches win. And the reason why I like to see life coaches win, because those who care about their craft want to impact the well-being and performance on others to do their best in the world. You know, imagine Mark Zuckerberg uh, and the impact he had from any type of life coaching, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos. Like, I don't know if they have coaches or not, but you never know who's in someone's corner, giving them uh, a word, an advice, a question that sparks some type of happiness, joy, new perspective for them to do better and create in the world. And I believe life coaches have that ability to have that impact on so many out there. And that's what I do in my business. And, and it's again, the ripple effect. Like if you yes. help life coaches, they help people. And uh, it's so beautiful. Yes. And I know I can't do it alone. So I am more than happy. Again, I'm a giver. I want to see life coaches win. I want to see them own their craft. I want to see them so happy about Imagine going to a bakery and seeing the joy of someone baking the cake, walking in, they're singing, they're putting the ingredients together, welcoming you in, offering you a sample. There is just an energy around people who have joy around their craft that you like, oh my God. And even if it wasn't that great tasting of a cake, somehow the joy of that person would actually impact like this was actually pretty good i really do believe that the joy of other people will have people looking for the opportunities to see the good in something and i want to do that for life coaches see the good in your craft and what you can do for others so that the impact has a ripple hence part of the reason why i love connecting people in general you just never know what opportunity comes from that? And how, what brings you joy? You partly said that now in what you do, and that's a beautiful thing. If you do something which brings you joy, that's just the best thing ever. If work is it not is. feeling like work or, yeah. But but what, what other things are bringing you joy? Uh, other things that bring me joy, watching my son that brings me joy clearly you know uh, as much as he can be a pain in the butt for us parents out there kids and their ways i have a seven-year-old at the time at this time and it's there's just something to be learned in watching them grow i find myself very reflective in my parenting and who i'm being because he's not really listening to what i'm saying he's watching what I'm doing. And that puts me on alert in terms of what I, how I get to show up and that kind of ripple effects though. So it actually makes me happy in a way to have this awareness to 
watch him see myself, see the impact. Um, there used to be a time where he would say, daddy is too busy. Like yeah. that crushed me when I heard that. Now I have him grabbing for my attention. Daddy, let's play a game. Let's play a game. And that tells me that I did something good to have him want in my time. You know, and that brings me joy just to know because he's not going to be, I'll never get him back at seven. I'll never get him back at six or five. So to create this memory for him in terms of his childhood, like, yeah, dad actually used to play with me and do this and do that. That brings me a lot of joy because I know a lot of us does, don't have maybe the happiest of childhoods or created thoughts from our childhood. And I really find joy in knowing that any moment I give to him, he gets to ripple effect that out onto others as he grows up. And again, it's the same principle. Again, me uh, connecting like what I do for him, his ripple effects, I just get to be a part of that fun, joy, happiness. And that's, I'm just grateful for that opportunity. <laughs> and of course, like having a child and a good relationship is the best thing ever. But, yes. But being a parent is just one hat you have in your, in your, you, you now are talking about your business hat and your family hat. What, what mm -hmm. else? Like more joy. Yeah. Tell, tell us about more joy in your life. I know you have a ton of other things which bring you joy. I mean, if I were to go down a list of things that bring me joy, happiness, uh, I enjoy cooking. Uh, I have a recipe uh, that I made, I think 15 years ago called a chocolate mudslide cake. And it was by accident. Um, my mom, when she was alive, she used to take me and my brother to Jamaica. And one time she brought us back and we brought a whole case of rum, I think 12 bottles of rum <laughs> back from Jamaica. And she gave me a bottle and I was like, I don't drink like this. So what do I do? So I thought I'd put it in a cake recipe, like rum cake. That sounds good. I've heard about rum cake. Didn't turn out so well the first time. And then I was like, okay, what can I do? One of my favorite drinks uh, is called a white Russian, which is Kahlua, Bailey's, and Irish cream. So I decided to look up a recipe online. How do I make that type of cake? I didn't find anything. So my first attempt was like, well, I guess I'll just replace the water with the alcohol. Made it. Okay. <laughs> it tasted amazing. Brought it to a um, potluck at my job at the time. It was so good that my coworker sitting next to me says, how much for me to buy one for Christmas? I was like, um, $40, done. Made <laughs> one the next couple of days. And from there, I have been offering chocolate mudslide cakes. And I have yet for anyone to say, this is bad. And it's just, a, it's just I just enjoy creating though so being able to create a cake chocolate must like cake and have that in my back pocket like that that that's fun to me like that is just fun hey kevin can you give me a cake oh yeah sure love putting that together other things that bring me joy music uh, specifically like chill music there's just i can get in my head just like anyone else days overwhelming a uh, kid needs more attention than i have patience for And what I'll do is I'll listen to some chill music that just drops me out of my head and I just go somewhere else. 
and when going somewhere else and just listening to the vocals, you know, that really just lightens me up um, and just brings me back in tune with what's present around me. Like every day, like if I were to have a big event, you will, you will hear music that I've been listening to for probably the past 20 years. And that's how deep it is in terms of music and its impact on me to shift me out of being frustrated or overwhelmed to just being very chill, mellow, and able to just enjoy the moment. So there's that. And I mean, outside of meeting people like yourself, like meeting people is my oxygen, truly. And right now we're in the pandemic and I feel like I'm suffocating. So I just really want to be around people and just see the interaction. So I can't wait for us to kind of get back out to global travel, to meet each other meeting other people, connecting with other people. And lastly, that comes to my mind is just being out in nature, uh, taking daily walks. I might take up to a two hour walk, headphones on. And while I'm listening to music, I'm just looking into the sky, the trees, cars going by, people, and just appreciating life though. So these are the simple things. I love simple, simplified, but they really do put me in a place of peace. And when I'm at peace, I get to have joy around what else is happening around me. Like I'm not triggered by anything. I can see the joy in my son. I can see the joy in people interacting. I can find the joy in the music I'm listening to. I can find joy in the work that I'm working on, all from these little bits of acts uh, that brings me out of my head. So out of your head to your heart or your soul or what 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 is it like in the head there is yeah so getting out of my head and into my heart yes yeah yep so cool you you already get, gave so many actional steps like do you, do you have a Kevin Layler uh, playlist we could hitchhike I don't <laughs> I don't I thought about putting one together if I do. If I do put a playlist, I will send it over to you. And I can definitely recommend music in terms of just transporting you away. You know, when you're just in that state where I just need to slow down, uh, I can definitely put something together to offer to the audience here. When I That would be so cool because, you know, our, our episode is now on. It's new year, new year, just started yes. 20 21 like a new start it would be so cool to have your playlist to to just cruise into this new year so i will i will do that i will have a uh at least a 10 song minimum playlist for the audience for the new year so that if there's any time where you just need to slow down take a break and have something to listen to know that you know kevin recommended to slow down, be present and find the joy in the moment versus what is uh, frustrating you. Listen to, we'll just call it the joy playlist, <laughs> the joy playlist of music uh, that could either slow you down or bring happiness to That's you. Like, I, again, that. Yes, I will do that. That is on my list now. Thank you for that. So cool. And yes. I know you you attended like every Brandon Bouchard event I'm so jealous that you can or you went I don't yeah now they're off mm -hmm. they're canceled too but like planning is a big thing of him and 
the new year just started. How do you, and now 2020, all my plans went away and I had to cancel everything. Like, how would you plan for 2021? What is your like intention for next year, for 2021? How do you plan and still be flexible or how do you approach this new year? Like a new chance. I say, you don't need a new year for changing your life. You can change when, whatever yeah. day, but mm -hmm. even though I think that the new year is something symbolic and powerful and um, what, what would be your advice to, for approaching 2021 with an open heart and like planning, but not too much and being flexible, but with intention, like this balance, how, yes. what do you say about that? And, and I 100% agree with you. I, I'm not a big fan of New Year's resolution and being a part of the crowd of following through, trying to follow through. My thought process is instead of planning in the new year, plant throughout the year, because any day is an opportunity to start planting the seeds for what you want to change. So one of the things that I am working towards in 2021 is to hold my first event and that starts with planting seeds today with the people that I connect with, not uh, on New Year's. I'm going to start talking to people and start telling them about my event. I feel that would be too late for something. Why wait? That is the question when I come up to New Year's. Why wait? So one of the things I look at is what do I want to see happen in uh, three months, six months, nine months? And what are the seeds I can plant now because uh, New Year's Day is every day that we get a chance to wake up and do something. Right now, this could be the New Year's for someone like after listening to this episode, hopefully someone comes or listening to your content, someone thinks of like, I want to start that. And again, the question is, why wait? Start now, start listening, start walking, start looking for things uh, that you enjoy and start planting those seeds that all adds up so where i am today is from plenty of seeds planted before so don't wait till new year's and but it's my now, you know it's the third of january as this episode is live so it's like kind of it is new year kevin yes so let's start why wait at the third of january let's do it now if yes. we waited if we waited for so long let's let's start today exactly exactly if, if you waited yes why not start right now so that being said in terms of intention i would as a coach my question would be what do you want to see happen that you know is available to you what would you like to see happen and here is the boundaries to this question I want to offer everyone have zero judgment because our own judgment is what caps us from getting what we want though so me wanting to say I want to have an event in 2021 that seems scary to me but it's not it's possible like all the voices yes exactly <clears throat> but at the same time so many other people have done it why not me right though so there's another question why not me though so zero judgment because once you accept what you want i guarantee you 
your mind will start looking for the opportunities throughout this year to make it happen and to make that even more a reality it is the question of why does that matter it matters to me to see life coaches come together uh, under one roof it matters to me for them to see that their craft is something to be honored that's a huge why to me to where now it's just like what do i need to do to make that happen even if it's a room of 50 people starting out whatever that looks like but that is my why so what do you want and why does it matter have no boundaries have no judgment and this year could be the best year for the rest of your life in terms of what you get to do in terms of the joy you get to have because you gave yourself acceptance of what's possible for you and i truly believe that is how we all get to that place of just happiness right like i'm doing what i want regardless versus this is just what life is so that is my thought perspective to offer people in terms of how to think about the new year and what questions to answer and what they can do moving forward and the big vision is first you have to allow yourself to have a big vision but then if you if you work uh, reverse engineer and say okay but now next week ooh i have to do stuff or you know like it's it's far away is easy because yeah that's a dream but like like really mm -hmm. like oh that's the work i have to do today how how do you split this big vision up to little pieces that are actions where where i feel like i i can do that like ooh i can i think i don't achieve that but i can do that how do you break down the big plan or how do you suggest that to your clients or what what is your magic sauce for not being overwhelmed by big dreams yes i mean it's as you just said it is breaking it down to its pieces and asking it for support that is the two pieces and i have a story to how i actually made this happen when i became certified as a coach i remember my coach at the time telling me um, what would you like to see happen? And I told them, I would love to see myself certified as a coach by the end of the month. I had one month, my birthday, that birthday month. It was three weeks and it was so much work to get done that I was like, maybe it was gonna take me more than three weeks. Uh, however, working with a coach, we broke it down step by step. And I just, just executed on the plan. I was like, okay, okay. And again, the other question is why? I wanted to be certified by the end of February uh, in my birthday month. That why was, it just started to become bigger in me that the plan became that much more important to execute across. So any fears that came up in terms of, well, what about this or what about this? I just pushed them aside or said, don't worry about that. We'll try this, we'll try that though. So truly, you know, breaking it down, have someone look it over to see if there's any gaps and look at the why it matters to you. The more you execute micro steps, 
the more you feed the why it matters, the more you have energy to get over, oh my God, this is so big versus one tenth is done, two tenths is done, three tenths. Once you see momentum, it becomes contagious. And once it becomes contagious, the energy to complete, to see what you want is possible. And I know this to be true because on the last day of February, when I got certified as a coach, I got the email saying, you are now certified as a coach. And the level of energy that I have is like, <laughs> in terms of executing, there's nothing like that though. So break it down, have a why, look for support to see your gaps and just start. But what would people say if I fail? <laughs> Now, the thing is, the only thing about failure is if you stop. So for me, if I did not get certified within the month of February in that story, it wouldn't have been a failure. It was, would have been a lesson in terms of, okay, I see what I need to do. However, it, um, not accomplishing the goal is not a failure. It's a lesson, though. So it is the process of becoming the person who can execute Though, so knowing that I've done that before, I can do it again and I can do it better. And that's just the best habit we all can have in 2021. That if I didn't accomplish, what did I learn and how do I do it better? Rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Though, so I, I understand a lot of folks is like, I say I'm going to do something, it didn't happen, I'm a failure. That's not the case. Uh, but you became something in that process that's not getting acknowledged. So that being said, there's no failures if you keep going after what you want. I totally am with you with that, with that. Um, yeah, it's, that's so true. And, and then, but people are so afraid of what other people say about you or, or like mm -hmm. make fun of you or, this dream is just too big. Come on, dreamer. Or, you know, all these comments of people who don't have big visions or are like maybe jealous that you have such a big vision. What do you say or what is your own um, experience with comments and, and, and the outside voices for accomplishing big things? Because sometimes I think that's really the biggest obstacles obstacle is the fear of of what other people think yeah and, and, and that makes sense and i've had that too uh listening to people and it triggering my own fear of what i want and how i deal with that is their words are their words alone they're not mine and um once you have acceptance around what you want The goal of acceptance for me is I've already gone through these thoughts of failures, not good enough, and getting over that to do. So someone else coming in who doesn't know me or who does know me who says, that's too big, what makes you think you can do that? It's, it's no longer a question of their words because they don't know what I've been through. They don't know what I've overcome. And... The, the, the biggest thing here, if someone's telling you you can't do something versus asking you, how can I help you? My advice to you is ignore their voice. If someone is telling you you can't do something versus asking you, how can I help you with something? 
ignore their voice, whether it is a partner, a friend, a coworker, that is a boundary right there. Because again, your why, why does what you want matter? And what I'm doing right now to be in a position where I am right now with what I am doing, that is exactly what I had to do in terms of only the people who want to help me, they get to become within my intimate circle. Those who do not, um, I'll love you from afar, but I have to keep you at a distance. <laughs> it, it, it's nothing personal, but life is too short to be suppressed by other people's limited thinking only for me to regret. I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that and question myself. Why didn't I though? So yes. So if they're not asking to support you, but they're telling you what you can't do, create the boundary, put their voice aside, get back to your why and understand again, repeat to yourself, what do I want? What do I want? What do I want? And every time you execute against your plan on that, joy is inevitable. Joy is inevitable. <laughs> It is. Yeah. And then for me, that's why my business is called Choice My Compass. If you have joy, everything else is so easy. Like it's, it's cool to work with you when you're joyful. And that yes. doesn't mean you don't have other emotions or you're not sad or angry sometimes. But if joy is like the compass, it's all the connections you make are beautiful. You you meet the right people. It's just a, like a vibe you're surfing on, which is which is just only helpful and 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 good for your soul and everything. One hundred percent. I one hundred agree. Uh, being in a place right now of clarity of knowing I, I want to support life coaches, being in a place of clarity of knowing it's okay for me to what, what I want. That's the big piece right there. It's okay for me to want what I want, what I want to do. I want to help life coaches. What do I want to do? I want to listen to the music. I don't listen to what do I want to do. I want to bake my cakes and offer them to people. You know, these micro things, you know, it's they might so micro, small. it's quite the big thing. Come on, don't don't play that. Well, when I say like they like I, I we can we can see them as small things, but they add up though. Like just taking a walk and someone could say, What's taking a walk gonna do for me? Do it for a week and just allow yourself to escape and then don't do it. You'll see the difference in actually what it makes when you take away like the simple conveniences that we have that can bring us happiness and joy when we do it long enough though. So 100%, like I said, in the example of the baker, a joyful baker, you, you can't help but want to be around, taste their craft, taste their goods. What else do you have to sample? Someone who enjoys their work. Uh, it's part of the reason why I started with Brendan Bouchard. I felt he loved his craft, that he taught it so well I was like, who is this guy? I could tell that he loves what he does. And that's what made me start to follow him. And anyone that I see who truly enjoys their work and find passion in it, I'm going to want to know more about what you're doing. So knowing that to be true, uh, my question to the audience would be here is like, what do you love to do that people say you are great at this and do more of that? And doing more of that life is fun life is just <laughs> so much more fun doing that 
you were talking now about walks and music. How how is your day? You know how you live your day. How you what is the saying? How you live one day is how you live your whole life. Or there is a book, I think, a book title. I love that. Like how mm. you do one day. I don't know if it was how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yeah, that's another thing. But then you can transfer it to if you have one day of your life and and it's just ideally crafted that you feel at your best. It's how you do your week and month and year. How is mm -hmm. your how is your ideal day going or what are you doing in an ideal day for yourself and for your for your uh, yeah. well-being and just so health. Great question there. So health is a big thing for me. Health is my number one value. I think I know, I, I know health is wealth. Uh, if I am not healthy, I can't do the things I want to do. So health is the number one value on my list. So I start my day, I start with drinking 25 ounces of water, taking any supplements, and then I go straight into a 30-minute meditation. And for only a few days, since January 6th of 2020, starting January 6th of 2020, I have meditated for 30 minutes every single day, nonstop. No so, breaks, no cheating, no no nothing. breaks, no cheating. I have never missed a day since I like I say that because I it's true. Like I've never missed a day since January. I started a challenge. I didn't stop. It becomes a part of my morning, and I know that it would I, my day would be off without it. I, I plan around it like, okay, I need to go somewhere early in the morning. So I wake up even earlier to get the meditation in. It means that much. Again, health, well-being. That is can very you, can important. Can you explain what kind of meditation do you do? Because like sticking to a habit for so long, it really has to help you or impact you or is so much fun that you don't want to miss it out, miss out on it. Like what, what kind of meditation do you do? So it's just listening to, uh, it's called Hertz frequency music, though. So there's different Hertz that um, of frequencies that you can listen to. I think 396, 528, uh, 953, just different levels of tones you can listen to. And and if I'm not in the mood for a tone, I'll go into some real chill music again that brings me down into my heart. I don't have an example. Um, one I can offer right now is listen to a song called Emmanuel by Tony Anderson. Emmanuel by Tony Anderson is a very soft tone to it that just, I think it's a five minute song, but there's a 30 minute version. Listen to that, just close your eyes. And what makes the meditation a habit for me is because I told myself that it's for me. So that's what makes it a habit. Like if anything else doesn't go my way for the day, I knew that my health was first and my well-being and that I gave myself that 30 minutes of meditation just to sink back into myself. And what I've learned over time is I actually can play out scenarios in my head in meditation. It didn't start this way. Meditation when I first started was... Like for five minutes, it was just like, uh-uh, I can't do this. <laughs> like five minutes was just like mind boggling when I first started. But over time, it just became, okay, 
let me do five minutes and 10 minutes. Like I find my own path in terms of what to listen to, what I can listen to, whether it's guided or instrumental. And it just started to grow the belief, the why that that is a part of my morning that I give to myself that when I come out of it, then it's like, okay, what's on the plate for the day? Because at minimum, a part of the day was dedicated to me. And that's what makes meditation so uh, easy for me to be consistent on since the beginning of this year. And I don't see myself stopping. So if I was to offer any tips for anyone for meditation, it would be just start five minutes, find a guided meditation or a song, an instrumental song that just has you in a deep reflection and just work your way up. I think the longest I've done a meditation is one hour of meditation. And I know for some that's small for this other people that do it for two hours a day. And I'm just like, wow. <laughs> so, but that is my habit right there. So meditation, because it's my time, that time is sacred time that I've given myself. And it feels nice to be able to say every day I've dedicated at minimum a half hour solely to my well-being. It's a great feeling to say that. And you said you can play out scenarios in your head. So you're not, you don't have the goal of no, no thoughts, like empty head. You, you, you are seeing things and imagining things and yes. visualizing things. Yes. I, I used to, it used to be random thoughts. And it was like, I was thinking that people say that, uh, don't worry about that. That's okay. And the thoughts would become random all over the place. What am I thinking about? And I'm thinking to myself, like, how do I control this? Or how do I keep it quiet? And eventually I just stopped trying and to quiet the mind and just allowed. And eventually the mind, like I assume because I become adapted to it, I will think about something and I feel like I can hold it and kind of see where it goes And I remember when this happened and it was just like, how'd I do that? It was a very interesting thing to come across such a skill and it's not on command. I don't have like full control over it though, but I do know I have the experience of if I want to play a scenario out, it's an intentional thought, throw it into the meditation, see what happens. And that just deepens my why to continue to stay consistent with meditation because of the things I want to do this year, I know that starting my day with meditation is only a piece of the puzzle of helping me get there faster and finding the people I can connect with because of the visions and the scenarios. Uh, yeah, it's not going to stop no time soon. And if anyone's been thinking about it, highly recommend just starting, keeping with it, because you never know what consistency offers you. That's a perfect timing, like 3rd of January, let's start today. Let's do a challenge, a Kevin's challenge for, for the whole yes. year, like sticking to meditation. I have some cool guided meditations for my, for my um, clients and I can offer the audience. Today is like gift time, like your playlist. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I can yes. throw in a, a meditation for gaining energy like golden bubble meditation i love that like growing oh. roots into the ground you know into the middle of the earth 
to a glittery infinite um, energy pool and then pull up the gold and through your body and out of your body and then you're in a in a golden bubble yes and you walk around the whole day with the golden bubble around you and sometimes i just nice. smile you know <laughs> when you walk through the, the the station or somewhere it's like do you guys see my golden bubble <laughs> yeah so let's i throw that in and then uh, we have a, a present package for this for this um for this episode and for starting out with meditating that's perfect so we're only in your morning you meditated and then like what are your habits you are sticking to or like throwing in if you need it to to keep your day on on track in a good way or in a fun way you like fun too so that's that's i do i do um like my fun is creating my thing is creating the one I enjoy being in a gym only just for that. Again, being around other people and seeing what I can create for myself from health. Um, but for fun. No, just uh, like your day. Don't, don't get um, this, this attracted uh, by my fun question, just your day, like meditating, meditating is in your, that's like in the plan. If you get up so, early, yeah. you get earlier, but how do you, how do you craft your day from there on? So, so yeah, so after meditation, there is time in the gym working out. Once I'm done working out, then there is right now virtual schooling for my son. So there's watching him for virtual schooling. And once schooling is done for the day and any support that he needs, I get to work on my material online in terms of connecting with people. I have a very basic setup for my day wake up kevin's time workout time with my son his virtual schooling and then i work on my piece online in terms of what ideas do i have with connecting people uh, one of the ideas i recently came up with was in terms of turning a facebook group into a global community by listing out every location in the world in terms of the states for people to connect once the pandemic is over though. So I love just coming up with ideas for fun when I'm doing the work that I'm doing online. And after that, once I'm done with family, once I'm done with working out all of those things, how I decompress for the day, it's as simple as watching Netflix like anyone else possibly does. So it's just allowing my mind, get away from this, uh, the computer screen, get away from the work and just looking at material and just looking for different perspectives. And again, I watch with a different eye these days in terms of watching a show and pulling out these aha moments. And that's a basic day for me. Uh, there's, <laughs> I see myself as very, what, very simple when it comes to this, but yet at the same time, simple is good. There's no complications to it. Simple really is good. I don't have to go to a bunch of meetings. I don't have to meet like like all these different deadlines or, or stuff like that. Like life is just truly simple. And I couldn't imagine if every like half hour was like notched in with work, 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 something like that. It might be great from an income perspective or people or anything like that, but wake up, Kevin's time, family's time, work time, relax time, and rinse and repeat. And I do not take that for granted. One day I won't have that. So I'm enjoying the simplicity 
of my day now before it changes and I don't have this anymore. I will always meditate. <laughs> no, that is so for sure. Cool. That was for sure. But that is my day. It's simple. Um, and I can only imagine for anyone else, it's like, how freeing would it be to just have your day simplified? Yeah. So that's pretty much my day. <laughs> yeah. Before the pandemic, you were like on the road for so many days per year and now it's like kevin sorry stay at home <laughs> it's yeah. different and it's different but in this simplicity and this calmness i think there's a beauty in that i really enjoy that i don't have to figure out which meetings or parties i'm going i'm just not going anywhere <laughs> Indeed, know, like, yeah. it's I love being around people. I mean, I'm a super extrovert, but I'm also like more and more introvert as I grow older, I think. Like I so enjoy really? my, my office and my me time. And and of course, like talking to you, I'm not alone. I'm like now connected with the other side of the big pond. How cool is that? But mm -hmm. like, yeah, like I don't need a big team around me to feel happy. I'm I'm super grateful that I can make decisions like, with you I don't have to ask anybody or fill out a, a form or it's like yes. I can decide and we can decide together like today is a good day for recording and yeah all the social stuff around I mean Switzerland is not so locked down like like you are I guess um mm. but even yeah it's just not not so many gatherings are happening than before and before I was very I always choose where I go very intentionally. Like I don't mm -hmm. go here, but I go here. Like it's just, mm -hmm. I know where I want to go. And now it's just me and my girl, or if my husband is home, it's like, yeah, I love that family, family only time. I, I hope it's not for two, three years, you know, like, Oh, <laughs> no, come on. Let's forget about that. But like, enjoy the time you have and how it is now is, yes. is the, there is a beauty in that, like not complaining and um, mm -hmm. fussing around with things we can't change. And then we take it. How is this unfolding? How do you deal with like, you want to do an event, but maybe we don't do events this year or like 2021 or but they're planning an olympic in japan you know it's like yeah it has to go it has to evolve over mm -hmm. the situation now but uh, we don't know yeah I, we don't and but we never but, know but no events for 2021 or no big events or just from a general standpoint uh like what would i do I don't know yet. I don't. I would probably still find ways to connect with people. I'd probably get deeper into technology. Uh, just the other day, I used Facebook's Messenger Room, and it was a very cool feature, though, in terms of a virtual happy hour, similar to Zoom, but there was something different about it, though. So, uh, intentionality, uh, being intentional <laughs> in terms of maybe having uh just 10 people on camera half hour conversation and just the energy of people at least on the camera like this 
um, to plant that seeds of building building out virtual relationships into something more so that when lockdown is over, like meeting these folks, it's like meeting up with family you just haven't seen for a very long time though. So I've been kind of resistant into the technology. However, again, uh, there's opportunity in everything. I, I just don't have a why. What do I want? I want to connect with people. Why? Um, yet I haven't looked at the avenue deeply enough in terms of online. And again, using my own thing, I said, I should probably take a look at it because of what just happened the other day of using the Facebook Messenger, for example, uh, to connect with people. And it was fun. It felt good. Like right now, it feels good just to have a conversation, uh, and especially when you get other people. And again, I love watching people. I love just the dynamics of people laughing together, coming up with things together, sitting back. There's something to me, there's just a, a beauty about that. Uh, and, and maybe because I feel the world probably needs more joy, more empathy, more compassion. Um, because we're so busy doing, 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 doing. Where is the time for just being, for just being a human being? That's the reason why I'll probably never give up meditation as a first part of my morning because outside of all the doing, I need that time now to connect with the being of myself though. So if nothing's gonna happen in 2021, meetings, I get resourceful. Uh, start using more online, start saying people, hey, I'm going to have a little happy hour, bring your coffee, bring your tea, let's have a chat, let's do this more often, and just find gratitude that we got to do this, because when we're so busy, we didn't do this. Now that we're kind of at home, we get to do this and see what happens from that. Yeah, that's the only thing like if you would you could complain all day long and and cry and have some tantrums about the situation but it's not it's not going to change the situation no but did you did you attend an online a big online event this year because i was at um author advantage life of the self-publishing school and mm -hmm. i would wouldn't have gone there physically if if everything would be normal but like online for 97 dollars a three-day event it was really really good event and they had 800 people and with zoom rooms and breakout rooms so the technology is amazing like now do you know when brandon bouchard said five minutes um group of five one minute each bam and and then on zoom it was like pop, 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 and then we were five people talking mm -hmm. and then your session will end in 30 seconds zoom and then we were in the big wow. panel again it's amazing it felt really really real and i i was in switzerland time time was hard i couldn't stay awake for the last two sessions i just i'm, I'm such early <laughs> i i go to bed so early so it was like no i i have to sleep now but it was amazing as a as an experience and Tony Robbins does a, a live thing too. Yes, I have not experienced uh, UPW virtual. I'll potentially look at it maybe next year in term, because I'm working on my own thing right now and to kind of be 
on screen for Tony's time, for how long and how deep he brings you into his world and his topic is a long time. And I've got to just make time for that though. There's a, I, don't, I guess the difference is being home on your computer versus I would probably change up my experience. I would rent out an Airbnb, have like two or three other people, let's cook together, let's watch together on the big screen, let's share our insights. And then afterwards, you know, just to kind of make it like pay-per-view or something like that. Uh, that to me would be fun. And I've been thinking about that and maybe I'll just do that. Like rent an Airbnb, uh, run the feed for the live events. Uh, and again, being safe, but still connecting with people and still getting the joy that comes at being at these live events that we're missing out on so far. Yeah. And I remember like you were renting this big house with all your friends mm -hmm. in California and did all the cool gadgets. And I, you made from, from far away, we were like, Oh, that's the cool gang. And then the cool gang in white <laughs> felt so good. <laughs> no, I mean, you created something beautiful there. So I, I uh, have no doubts for your, for your event, your planning, just the circumstances have to align for for having it yeah i i just watched you know i love netflix too and yesterday i really said it's a, a sunday off and i can watch netflix and i watched love actually for the five thousandth time <laughs> and you know this the beginning scene with all the hugs and then in in the in the end i'm like oh no that's not not really different at the airport you don't see so many hugs oh it's it's yeah it's impressive i think if yeah but i like change and i like challenges and we're we're safe so what what would we complain about yeah like and we connect can connect like this and there's so many good things happening so let's create an amazing year for ourselves and all the people around us yes and i i guess you know we've been through things like this as history has told us and made it through clearly to be where we are at now though. So if we've been able to get through stuff like this in our past with less technology, less advancement in uh, understanding our bodies, our health, our well-being, I have no doubt that life will not just get back to what it was, but get back to a, a, a different place and possibly a higher place of gratitude of what we've missed out on and just the innovations of what people will probably come up with like, okay, it's been too long since I've been around family, friends, gatherings, going to the restaurant, simply going to get my hair cut or a manicure or anything like that, a simple coffee. Uh, I think there's going to be a surge of awareness and gratitude uh, for looking for joy in life. I think so too. All the canceled things are now not normal anymore. It's like, oh, wow. Yeah, they they took away this event. You know, in winter, I, I have to check if they, but I don't think they run it. You know, making candles with the 
string and you put it into the wax, the, the hot wax, and you let it dry and again in. That's a tradition we do in Switzerland all over the place with mm -hmm. bee wax or, or colorful. So making candles is like a December tradition. And it's just like normal. We go making some candles and now it's not taking place. So yeah, that was even more special now last year, you know, like appreciate what you have yes. in the now because you don't know how it will change in the future. I, I really like to focus on that. It's just not, yeah, it's, it's, it's special. And if you appreciate it, you enjoy it even more. Mm -hmm. And then it's a memory nobody can take away from you. And, and it, it enriches yourself all your memories and, and all the things you've done and invented and created is just making life better bit by bit. Yes, 100% agree. Um, 100%. And I'm just thinking about all the experiences that I've had that I don't get to have this year. Uh, I'm appreciative of what happened in terms of what I've gotten to do but I also have a deeper appreciation for what I have done. And again, uh, I come back to thinking now, I'm so glad I did what I wanted to do back then, knowing now that if it was taken away this year, that I'd have regret like, oh, I wish I would have gone to an event. I wouldn't have met you if I didn't go to the event, for an example, though. So, you know, I'm just actually in more appreciation for I wanted to go to an event. I went to an event. I met amazing people. I made amazing memories. And if I, and again, I'm just thinking, what if I didn't have done that though? So I guess now as I look at this time that we are in, my own personal question, what do I get to do? What do I want that I'll say the same thing a year or two from now? I'm so glad I did that. I'm so glad I took the opportunity to talk to more people online or bring people together for an online event or as simple as continue meditating, went for a walk, uh, took my son out, things of that. Like I, I do my best not to take for granted the simplicities that life has to offer. Yeah. And like now travel is not possible and the events doesn't, don't take place. I mean, I had these tickets for friend Bouchard because I bought several courses all the time, like your tuition for the event. And I was finally, I was like, my child is, is big enough that I can stay away for this long and go away so far. And then everything <laughs> worked out. And do you remember my friend Madalena from, from California? She, I just interviewed her now too, and she will be on in, in December. And uh, yeah, we came, we were there together. We had an amazing time. And then Bo Eason offered his event and Brandon packaged oh. this with, with his course. So we went to Bo Eason's life event a year okay. later. It's like, oh, I'm so grateful that I didn't chicken out about, no, I'm, I don't like flying and I don't like, you know, like me, 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 me. And, and yeah, all the people, I met there is just a blessing and yeah I'm I'm even more grateful now for all these hugs we had there you know that's mm -hmm. so special now it is yeah I miss those hugs out there me uh, too 
<laughs> and I'm sure anyone who probably like, like, don't hug me, don't hug me at these events. Like, is there, is these one of those hugging events? And now I have a feeling people will appreciate that moving forward. Like, do you want to go to a hugging event? Yes, I do. I want to go to the event where we get to hug each other. It's been too long since I felt safe to hug. And now that we get to a point to eventually sooner than later, like coming back together in events that more people will appreciate just that human connection. Because again, why not? right why not though so but yeah i definitely miss that as well yeah we are both huggers but i know some people are such it's such a relief that no hugging yeah for me you know like i don't have to hug people i don't want to hug and i know in in america in in switzerland we are more reserved you know we do the three kisses on the cheek or in the air and even that now it's not possible so I know a lot of people who are super happy that it's no no distance like hello Japanese way you know and and in Japan it's that's the normal thing you wouldn't touch another person you don't know so it's so interesting and I'm definitely the American way I love that like big bear hugs I remember your hug in in California (laughs) for sure (laughs) nice it's not the first time I've heard that said that uh, like you give these hugs and I guess it's the same thing. Uh, What's the ripple effect? What is that ripple effect uh, uh, experience though? So I'm I'm a big fan of hugs. I'm a big fan of those who actually love to give hugs because, you know, when I get great hugs, when I get them, I feel myself decompressing. I, I just, there's just something that just, I guess, re- relieves my nervous system. It's just like, <sighs> okay. And just like, you feel good right after that though. So it's, it's amazing uh, that there are some that are reserved to human touch in that nature, but such is life, <laughs> such yeah, is life. It's, I mean, it's scientifically proven that um, it's super, super healthy to have this this connection in, in this uh, in this way I'll, and I'll I always sure. imagine you know it's like heart to heart I love that and my Mika my kid and I we have this uh, we say when we're far away even America we have this heart string and it's rainbowish golden glitterish and it's uh, like you know the cord of, no. a, of a vacuum where you can sip it back if it's if you come close it's it's not tingling around it's like as short as when you touch but it's it grows so long like over the atlantic no problem we say heartstring heartstring and i love that i feel always when i hug it's like oh heartstring is now very short and heart and heart are together i love i love that imagination it's a very imaginative way of looking at things in terms of connecting hearts through hugs and seeing that rainbow and just extending that energy. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I, I always like you and me now on this planet, I see that the, 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 the round earth in front of me with this glittery cord, like from, from America to Switzerland. I love it. That makes me so happy that this is possible. When I met my husband 20 years ago in Japan, we didn't have Skype or FaceTime, you know, we had to phone on the phone. It was just not available. And and this would cost, I don't know how many 
thousands of dollars per minute because you needed a whole truckload of equipment and now it's like one yeah. computer and one internet connection and it's just possible how cool is that and that right there just to break it down like you just said should make it more in terms of let me use more of this because what if this was all taken away tomorrow because of whatever another we'll just say a a technical crisis and online chat was removed how much regret would we have like i should have used the feature more i should have been intentional connecting with people that uh, i thought i had time to connect with later there is no later there is right now right and now. create the experience that the future you will be grateful for just like we're talking about right here i'm so happy i went to the event i'm so happy i created those memories uh, they mean even more even in this time and age who knows what will happen tomorrow next year beyond but what we have why not use it to the best of our abilities so in just talking this through i find myself now thinking how many more conversations online can I have just to have fun with it, though? So that is now my homework assignment based off our conversation here to just have more intentional conversations online and create memories and plant those seeds. And one day, hug those people that I got the chance to talk with eventually online. Great to finally meet you in person. What a beautiful way of rounding up our amazing conversation. Thank you so much, Kevin, for your time and energy and wisdom. I always say that to my guests because it's just true. It's amazing to spend the time like this. It was a big, big pleasure. Thank you so much. All right. And I me. wait for your playlist and I'll um, we put in this meditation challenge, Kevin, Kevin challenge for, for meditating daily in 2021. 2021. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right. Amazing day. Bye-bye. If you liked this episode, I look forward to a review from you and it would be so nice to hear from you what you liked best and what is your takeaway and maybe it sparked some idea. You really are surprised to, to have this idea now and you can go and create joy for your life. And please tell me about it. I would love to hear from you. My contact details, you will find them in the show notes. Have a wonderful day.